Be welcomed into a creative family. Want to get a way to be inspired and make art with other dope Black women artists in Ghana? You might want to join me at my next artist retreat in December. It's an all-inclusive retreat that has you covered on food, housing, and a private car in Ghana. We travel to Cape Coast for an overnight trip to visit the slave dungeons, go to different art workshops like a kente weaving workshop, and go to all the best art spots and meet the best artists in Ghana. You'll leave feeling like Ghana is your second home. Secure your spot for the December retreat. Limited space available. Go to www.kindredcreativesco.org. My name is Victoria. I come from Ghanaian parents and grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a painter turned entrepreneur on a mission to empower Black women to step into their genius and make an impact. I have a vision for creative women to feel confident and powerful and let go of all the limiting beliefs holding us back from going all out and showing up. I'm also the founder of the Kindred Creatives Collective, where I host dinners and retreats to host space for Black women to prioritize self-care, build a tribe, and feel inspired. I want a world where Black women artists are celebrated, valued, and paid more. My goal for this podcast is to help women of color build sustainable and purpose-driven practices. Every week, I'll chat with a boss who's making bold moves in her industry as a creative entrepreneur. After hanging out with us, you'll feel empowered to build your own creative empire. Now let's start the show. Hey, Kalinda. Good afternoon, Victoria. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I am so excited to learn more about you and hear your story as a creative. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This is definitely a highlight that I was looking forward to. So I definitely appreciate the invitation. Oh, good. Well, let's get into it because I got a lot to ask you and I want to make sure we get all the juice. So I always love to start off to just kind of learn more about your backstory and how you got to where you are today. And so my first question for you is really more about when did you first realize that this was something you wanted to do in life as a creative, that you had a gift, that this was the path you wanted to take? You know, I've, I've always been uh, pretty multi- multifaceted, uh, very creative in various ways throughout my life. But in high school, I would say through various art classes, clubs, um, different art mediums, always had a knack for creating, DIY, innovating. Uh, I believe, uh, it, I would say it was my art class in 11th grade uh, where I started to experiment with, with various forms and uh, sketching and different things. And I remember my sister and I, we used to talk about how we wanted to room together and be roommates, move to New York and have this beautiful loft. And we talked about that. And I can recall going back to my to my own space and just kind of sketching out what that loft would look like. And we had, you know, there was like a riser in the apartments and floor to ceiling windows, lots of wood, concrete wall, you know, really New York style. Yes. Um, so that was, you know, and at the time I didn't realize what I was doing was interior design, you know, sketching things out and kind of visualizing a space. 
but yeah. And then even, even my bedroom in high school, I mean, I, I, uh, I made shoes, uh, I'm sorry, I made shelves from shoe boxes, you know, and I would make, uh, one shelf would be like my fingernail polishes and the other would be like perfumes. And I painted my dressers and my mom was always encouraging me. She was totally fine with it. I had a sketch pad that I showed my kids over pandemic and I showed them the space that I designed uh, for my sister and I, that we never, we never did that. We never moved I to New York, that. Um, but it was definitely a vision that I had. Um, I spent a lot of time on punishment in high school. And uh, I think that was my mom's way of protecting me. But in that time, uh, there's something to be said about the time to self-reflect and be mm. with oneself and just really go within because that's when, you know, I discovered so much about myself and, and went deeper with my talents and skill sets. So definitely high school is where I discovered uh, my, my creativity. I love that. There's something about high school. It was the same for me. I had a teacher who was really encouraging for me, but there's something about that time in your life where you're like figuring things out, really stepping into who you are as a person that I hear from artists that it really kind of shifts something in them. And it really is like you either take a path to become an artist or you take another path and then maybe you come back to be being an artist. So that's really fascinating because I know... As for your work today, you do a lot of interior design, you do furniture restoration, and I love that that was kind of the starting point for you to visualize this this place in New York with your sister. Can you talk more about how that kind of led you to your business now, which is Mint Leaves? So yeah, definitely. You know, creating has has always been kind of a an escape and a release a process and a time where I'm in a place of joy, you know, mm, um, yes. and so mint leaves had a very organic start. There was no plan. I didn't plan to start mint leaves. It was truly birthed from a place of self-reflection. Um, I was going through a time of, we'll just call it character building test, you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, someone else, they might say, Oh, it was stressful. And all oh, this very bad thing happened. And, you know, I, I call those character building tests because those are opportunities to become stronger as an individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and going through what I was going through at that time, I was constantly seeking ways to bring more joy and happiness into my world. Um, there was depression and there was, there were other things. And so I was constantly seeking things that would help to lift me up. Um, whether it was travel, um, I started gardening, working more on furniture projects and um, a lady, uh, I also balanced a career and a lady at my job at the time, she owned a retail store and um, she, she encouraged me. She said, Hey, you know, you should get a booth and be a vendor at my store. You know, they would love your, your projects there. And I'm sure they'd sell well. So I went ahead and I was like, okay, well, Hey, you know, within just a short matter of time, my, like the dressers, the tables, the chairs, everything that I was, you know, that I was restoring and selling at the store. I mean, it was selling out. It was selling Mm -hmm. out than I could produce more, you know, Um, because again, I was balancing my day job. And so, yeah. And I just, it just really fueled me to take it seriously. She even encouraged me. She's like, you know, you really should consider this as a business, you know? And I said, you're right. You know, and in coming up with the, there is, there is meaning behind the name. Um, and in coming up with the name, I wanted something that would be fresh. That would be true to my story and the birth of mint leaves. Uh, so going back to that, you know, one of the practices, uh, the healing practices, uh, gardening, uh, which is what I was doing. 
Also, mint was one of the things that I grew in my garden. And out of everything that I was growing, the mint grew like crazy. And it was just green and fresh. It smelled fresh, you know, who doesn't love mint, you know? And so I figured, you know what? Mint leaves, because that is what I, that, that's symbolic. And that's what I want for mint leaves. I want it to grow in abundance. I want it to be fresh, something new. And it's definitely something, something new. And uh, with the different pillars that I have, the different divisions, right? The furniture restoration, the interior design and styling and event management, those are all different, but all creative and all things that I enjoy. Um, so it's definitely something new and, and, and refreshing. Yes. And I think I told you before that I love your business name, Mint Leaves. It's so special. There's something about it. And I think it has such a good ring to it. But I love the backstory and to know that like you love to garden and it feels really aligned to who you are. But it's also very symbolic. I love the type of like freshness, like new ideas, abundance. I think that that is brilliant. So I tell people all the time, like names, you know, name and titles, they're not necessarily important, but when you find something that just feels right and like resonates with people, that could really help your business and, and make you stand out. So that's one of the things that I really noticed about you. Like I was like, hmm, mint leaves, what is this about? And I asked you and I loved the story. So thank you for sharing that. So going back a little bit, I know you were mentioning how you started Mint Leaves during this time where things were a little bit challenging for you. Can you talk more about that? Because I think it's important to know a little bit of that backstory to understand how you got into starting your own business, because it could be really scary to start a business. Absolutely. I would say one key element that I left out was in funding the business, um, i just recently started working at uh, the company that I work for. It's a global global digital advertising agency. And I secured a sign-on bonus for the position. And it was a pretty nice sign-on bonus. And I took that bonus, you know, instead of going shopping or, you know, upgrading my car or different things, I poured that into my business. And so mm-hmm. that is what helped to uh, get some of the initial supplies, the, the paint sprayers and uh, the different things. It also allowed me to pay my assistants. I, um, I had two ladies, uh, they're friends of mine, uh, they're family. And um, they were just so on board with, you know, the cause and, and what I was doing with Mint Leaves, they wanted to support and help out. So it allowed me to do things for them, you know, in exchange for their time, and they were getting mm-hmm. the experience. Um, so that that's what afforded it initially. And so yeah, that's, that was uh, just another piece of it that also helped. And so, you know, if there's, you know, women out there who are working a career, or they have a job, and um, there's room for them to secure a sign on bonus, or, you know, they get a payout bonus at the end of every year or something like that, you know, or if it's not a, a, a financial thing where they're looking to gain money to help fund it, but, you know, if they have to go ahead and pay for a class to take in the evening out of their own funds, go ahead and do that, whatever they need to do to, to help to further their mission. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. I think that's so important to like invest in yourself and in your business because that will help you grow and, you know, make the money that you want to make. But also it's, it's important to continually grow and have that growth mindset. And so I love that like you took that money and put it back into your business and 
you know, it's still growing and it's, it's really going to pay off in the end. I think, I think it always does. Speaking of that, what, how do you stay balanced? Cause I know that you mentioned you are, you know, working at a, you're working a full-time job right now. You're balancing mint leaves. You're balancing being a mom. How do you balance all of the different pieces in your life? Time management for sure. Um, <laughs> yes. I had to learn how to say no. It's a one word answer that requires no explanation. I learned yeah, that yeah. from one of my uh, virtual mentors, Lisa Nichols. She's always saying, you know, it's a one word answer that doesn't require an explanation, you know. So I had to learn that early on. Um, and I had to set boundaries that didn't always make other people happy. But it would put me in a place of peace, um, having been a people pleaser all of my life. So um, I needed to be at peace in order to balance what was happening in my world. You know, my world is Kalinda, self, you know, my children uh, first. Those, you know, I have to make sure those things are good. So definitely time management boundaries, you know, uh, juggling a career. Sometimes I would have to wake up at 5 a.m. Um, or give my lunch hour to a mint lease purpose. If I have a meeting with a client or I've really got to get a table done. So I've, you know, I'll go out to my, um, you know, to my workshop and I'll, I'll get the time in doing whatever it takes to get that time in. Uh, for many years, my children had a bedtime of 830 to nine o'clock. And that mm-hmm. was in order for me to have time for myself and my business, because during the day I'm attentive, I'm present, you know, I'm an intentional. And so yeah, I definitely had to have those those boundaries at home as well. And when my daughter became a senior in high school, I initiated quiet hours after nine. So this, you know, became a moment of this is my time. Please don't nice. ask me, don't call my name, don't knock on my door, let me do me. <laughs> you know? Right. And, and because I've always kind of, you know, um, I've just over the years, I've set standards and I've helped them to understand. And I feel like that's the reason why I have very understanding children, because I bring them into the goals, you know, so we'll have individual goals and then we'll have family goals, you know, so mm. ultimately we're all you know, working for the the better good of the family as a whole. Um, And my creative practice is best when my time management is on point. So all of these things have to be on point in order for me to feel good about going to work on a table for two to three hours and just really be in in essence with it and and feeling, feeling good about it and joyful. Yes. And just having those boundaries, right? I love that you put that in place and you're like, this is my time. Like I need alone time. I need to really dive deep into my practice. And you took that time for yourself. You reclaimed that time. I think that's important. And that message for women to do, especially black women to do mm-hmm. is super important. Honor your time, balance your, you know, make sure your time management is in place so that you're able to do all the things you want to do. But you've also talked about prioritizing what's important to you and, you know, separating yourself from the business and making sure that you have time for both, but also prioritizing what's important to you. So those are all really great, great ways to do it. And I, I know that my listeners will learn something from that, from hearing you talk about that. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, that's, that's super important for me. Self-care and balancing and boundaries is super important to me too. So, mm-hmm. so speaking about your business, because I, I feel like we haven't quite got into the meat of it. Can you talk more about what drives your business and your mission? I would have to say creativity. Uh, for example, I can be in a store totally unrelated to design events or furniture, and I will have a vision of something Mm. that I either 
want and all of a sudden I'm looking for it and then, you know, I don't have it. And I can envision an entire game plan to execute on by the time I get home. Yes. <laughs> and it, like it's real talk. Yesterday, it happened just yesterday. I was just, I was in a store looking for some, uh, some items for a dorm room project that I'm working on. And it just turned into me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm working on a, a headboard today, uh, building a headboard and uh, some wall art. And I'm going to be doing some painting for, for the wall art as well. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, being in spaces that can cultivate my creativity, you know, yes. uh, whether it's nature or a arts and crafts store, or just even talking to someone who's just as fired up about the art world, you know, as I am, it just, it really helps. So. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I love that you said that because one of the things that pushes me to keep going is being around other creative people like you, just having like a conversation and like feeling aligned and connected to that person just drives me and keeps me going. So I feel you, girl. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So love all of that. When thinking about what you have, like your future plans for mint leaves and where you want to go, where, what do you have, what do you see next for mint leaves? Uh, you know, actually I have, uh, I have some new things in the barrel. I recently submitted a design concept for the YWCA and the process thus far has been a great experience um, as it's a commercial project and residential projects have been my primary territory for interiors. I'm hopeful and are definitely open to more commercial projects in the future. Um, I'm currently working on a kitchen project and a dorm room project. Within a month, I'll be working on a living space and a family room. And not, so not huge projects, but definitely uh, something to keep Mint Leaf steady and in a creative flow of things. Additionally, I'm expanding my territory to include mindset coaching. Uh, It's truly a part of what I share on a daily basis, uh, whether it's with friends, family, uh, my mentee, my children, who, by the way, have been hugely successful in their own lives. Um, In this last quarter, I'll be exploring how to better offer those things as a formalized uh, package. So we'll be looking out for that. Let me know when it's out because you can definitely come back on the podcast and we'll promote all of your coaching because we need that. We need more Black coaches out there. And I love that that's going to be another outlet for your business. Yes, definitely. Yes. So what do you define success? At this point, I feel like you're doing amazing work. You're doing so many different things. What do you think have you reached a session or are you still reaching for that? You know what? I feel that preparing yourself for a victory in every aspect of life is success. Mm-hmm. For example, if you wake up and you write out a to-do list and you've got like 10 to 15 things on that to-do list, if you execute on each and every one of those things, then you've won the day. To me, that's success. Now, a person that does that 365 days a year now that is a success story. They are committed to their commitments clearly. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it should be a lifestyle, you know, and, and I don't, you know, the to-do list doesn't have to be 10 to 15 huge things, you know, uh, it could be, you know, reading 30 minutes a day. I read every day. I have my children read every day, at least 30 minutes. I don't care what it is, read something, you know, 
that's a that's a to to do list in my household. Um, working out, you know, three to four times a week. You know, um, you know, drinking a certain amount of water. You know. Um, spending time with family, you know, it doesn't always have to be business driven, but you know, if you're setting a goal every day in different areas of your life to help to, to be a, a better person holistically, then that's success. And just, and if you continue to do that, then yeah, you'll be a success story. And that's what I feel. And that's what I work towards every day. You know, I try to be intentional in everything that I do. So. Yes. One step at a time, just yes. chunk it out and when you reach one goal, I feel like it'll give you the confidence and know that you can keep going and you, yes. you'll do more things and you'll reach more accomplishments. So yeah, I agree. I feel like success is a journey, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's different points in your life where you may be successful or feel successful, but I don't think it's an end point. I think that as you grow and develop and evolve as a person, different levels will mean different things to you. And so I love that you're thinking it holistically, not just in like monetarily wise, but like how you feel as a person, your health, your Mm -hmm. family, you know, who's around you, all of those things can be successful depending on what your definition is, right? So I love that you're thinking about it in a holistic way and that it's, it's you as a person and these different pieces of you that kind of add up to what you feel is success. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yes. So love it, love it, love it. You already mentioned a little bit about self-care. I think when you were talking about just, you know, exercising, drinking water, but this is something I always love to ask people because I am constantly thinking about like ways that I can just take better care of myself and feel more joy. And so I want to hear from you. What do you do for self-care, especially balancing it all that you do? Absolutely. This is a fun topic that I love to, to share and engage in uh, in the topic because it's a part of my, my everyday life. Uh, at one point in time, I put so many people before me that I wasn't practicing self-care at all or little mm-hmm. to nothing, right? And so, but once I became more intentional, I just, I started to notice how much better I felt. I started noticing more of my desires start to show up in my life. So um, there's something every day, even if it's just 10 to 15 minutes or, but um, I'm actually on a detox right now, a full body detox. So um, and I do it once a quarter and um, it's very disciplined um, in the food that I, that I consume and what I'm thinking about, um, how I'm moving about in my day. Um, like I said, I do that once a quarter. So that's a form of self-care for me. Um, working on a creative project while I'm listening to my playlist. Just yes, I do that too. Yes, and just being in a zone, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, spending hours in my favorite design showroom. The last time I had a, a me day, because I, I try to have a me day at least, you know, once a month, but sometimes it happens once every month where it's just like, you know, I'll take a day off work and it's just, you know, off work, off business. And it's just all Kalinda. Like, you know, what am I going to do to just feel I good? And, happy today? and so the last time I had a me day, you know, I went and um, I ate, you know, I took myself out to, to breakfast and I walked, I went, walked in the park and then I sat by the water. There was like a little small river and, um, and I went to a design showroom. I was in there playing around with patterns and textiles and different things for like three hours. And the girls <laughs> in the store, listen, they loved it. They were like, you are just living it up. Like, they were like, we're going to have us a me day now. <laughs> um, another I am going to, 
I don't mean to interrupt you, but you inspired me to have me days. Now I want to have a me day just for Vicky and to do whatever I love. So yeah, thank you for you that. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> Another thing that I do um, is uh, I write out gratitude list on cards. Um, you know, the, the audience won't be able to see this, but I have a uh, colorful index cards. I get them from the Dollar Tree and mm-hmm. I literally write like, you know, three to four things on the gratitude list. Just things that I'm grateful for, whether it's the sun shining or whether it's a uh, securing a big project. Um, I write out three to four things every day. And it's just amazing after you do that for so long. You know, you just get in a, a, a um, you get in a vibe of just feeling good, and people mm-hmm. say all the time, you know, how do you stay so positive? How do you stay so? It's a choice, and it's a it's a consistent yeah. effort, you know. So that um, also self reflecting through writing, you know, praying, meditating. I love being out in nature, on or near the water. So anything I can do to bring joy in those spaces, I'm good. Yeah. Yes, and I can just feel the positivity and joy radi radiating off of you, radiating off of you. So I definitely feel like you're the queen of self-care. I can just hear it and everything you do is is part of your lifestyle. So we can all definitely learn. I feel like I'm always like trying to figure out, okay, how I need to check in with myself, figure out, am I good? What else do I need to do to make myself feel more aligned, to make myself feel more rested, more joyful? And so all of those things you just mentioned are bomb. So... Good. And I, and I hope others can take something away from mm-hmm. it. Well. And like I said, I wasn't always this into feeling good and, and self and things like, like I said, I used to be a, a super people pleaser and I, I wouldn't go to sleep unless I made sure everyone on the planet was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I tell you what, that will drain you, you know, yes, and as, it will. As women, especially us in our culture, we do have that you know, it's kind of programmed into us. We want to take care of everyone else. And listen, the better we take care of ourselves, the better we can be for other people. We can't pour from an empty cup. You know, we have to make Mm -hmm. sure we have a full cup and then overflow and give from our overflow, not our cup, you know? Yes, yes, yes. I remember a business coach was telling me that when you're constantly people pleasing and doing things for others without stepping in for yourself or like, doing things for yourself you're not honoring who you are so let's honor ourselves and what we want and what we desire because that's just going to make us you know better people and also live fuller lives so yes I'm all for that there's nothing wrong with taking care of people but when you put others needs before your own that's where it could be an issue right that's right that's right yeah So my final question for you, and I could literally talk to you all day. (laughs) Enjoy you so much too, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. I really want to know what advice you have for other artists, creatives who are just starting off. Like, what would your advice be for them? Oh, the the main advice um, that I've given consistently, uh, rest is important. I used to be a machine. I used to subscribe to the grind culture. Mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore. I look back and, you know, it's, it's, it's popular, especially in our culture, you know, get on the grind, you know, mm-hmm. I'm grinding. I'm, you know, and it's like, listen, we are not machines. We are yes. really not designed to just grind and grind. And, you know, and people, you know, they don't realize, you know, this machine that, you know, that we work to be, 
you can't fuel that machine well. It's not going to have good outputs if you're not well rested. Our rest right. will feed our creativity. Our rest, uh, it'll feed our vibrations. It'll provide the best example to others of how to care for self first. Um, another piece of advice that I often share is the concept that what we believe is always going to influence what we experience. So we have to part ways with any scars, beliefs, limitations, habits that stand in our way. Um, And once we part ways with that, we'll see what we truly desire start to show up more in our life. Yes, that's a word right there. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much. I just wanted to give you an opportunity to share ways for people to connect and get to know you better. How can people find you on the web? How can people stay connected to you? Absolutely. I am online in multiple ways. Um, uh, my website is mintleavesllc.com and I am uh, undergoing some rebranding this fall. Uh, so it's currently under construction, but it is up and it will, uh, it will, the rebranding will launch later this fall, uh, but that is up. And my business IG is mintleavesllc, mintleavesllc. Uh, that's the handle. And as well as Facebook is the same, mintleavesllc. Uh, I'm also on Instagram and Facebook personally under Kalinda Williams, uh, but you can definitely find me under Mint Leaves um, on all of the other platforms and Pinterest as well. So, Yes, definitely look out for Kalinda. She's doing amazing work and come on whenever, come back whenever you want to, because there is definitely so much knowledge that you have. And I definitely want to share that with other folks, other artists. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Victoria. This has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, I enjoy your energy as well. I feel like you're doing such a a beautiful thing, you know, um, not just for the art world, but for our culture in general, because you're empowering women. Um, I love everything that you're doing and I just appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. Oh, thank you so much. That literally made my day. I really appreciate you too. So we'll talk soon. Bye. Sounds good. Thank you. See you next week, same day, same time. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And send me a comment if you really like this one. And remember to uplift and support another woman creative today. Always remember to embrace your creative genius.